superheroes and content conquerors. Welcome to the one and only That Content Nerd Podcast, where we unleash the power of social media and content marketing for small businesses. I'm your host, the Grandmaster of Growth, the Wizard of Words, and the Sultan of Strategy, Carly Lynn, here to take you on an epic journey through the cosmic world of digital success. Get ready to soar through the digital stratosphere as we uncover the Jedi secrets of captivating content, navigating the treacherous asteroid fields of trending hashtags, and decoding the mysterious algorithms and platforms. Together, we'll build your small business empire one pixel at a time. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just starting your journey, That Content Nerd Podcast is your go-to resource for all things social media and content marketing. Get ready to harness the power of the digital cosmos. This episode is about to launch in three, two, one. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Um, I'm actually recording this not at my desk like I normally do, but I am laying in bed. Um, might hear the blanket come up over my shoulders because I'm getting comfy. I am actually hoping that this sounds a lot better because I'm next to a giant pile of laundry um, and I'm on my bed, so it's absorbing all of the sound. So hopefully the sound quality is better. And if it is, I will definitely start doing all of my episodes while I am curled up in bed. So um, with all of that being said, uh, this is a confessions episode. So this is um, where I share these parts of business, of my business journey, of this social marketing, social media manager, marketing, you know, life uh, that aren't normally shared, that most people don't talk about. And I have been racking my brain all week to figure out what it is that I can share that would be of most benefit um, to you guys. I had another idea for this episode, but then this one came to me. And I don't know if it's God saying that someone needs to hear this, but um, we're going to roll with it. And I'm never excited to do these episodes, but this one in particular... I know I'm not alone, so I don't know why it bothers me so much, but I I don't know. I don't know why I'm so scared to do these, but we're just going to dive right in instead of rambling and procrastinating. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I'm realizing more and more that I create chaos because I don't know how to function without it. And admitting that out loud feels both like a relief and also makes me emotional because this is something that I have worked very, very, very hard on for the last uh, three or four years, especially in the last um, about year and a half, though, on specifically. And now that... Um, some other things in my life are coming together. I'm seeing this come up more and more. So I am still working on embodying this idea that I have a business. Um, and it's not just this pipe dream. It's not just this thing that people are making fun of me for. There's, it's not just this thing that, 
I'm convinced uh, that will happen. It has happened. It's happening. Um, I'm literally in the midst of it right now. And that feels so foreign to me. I feel like I'm comfortable acting as if I'm a business owner, but not actually being a business owner, if that makes sense. Because I've done all of the exercises for so long of I need to embody this to make it happen and and um, embrace it and, and act as if it is a thing because it is a thing and, and it's going to happen. And now that it is happening, I don't think I know what to do. I don't think that I know how to handle it. I have been um, 100% self-employed since mid-August. And at the time of this recording, um, we are in mid-November. And that's crazy to me. It's It blows my freaking mind because it's... I, I've wanted I've wanted this to be my life in some way, shape, or form since I was 13 years old. Or was it 12? I'm pretty sure I was 12 because you had to be 13 to be on MySpace, so I had to lie about my age. So I'm pretty sure since I was 12 because uh, MySpace profiles and selling layouts was like one of the first things I did. And did you know, like, I, I was con- I convinced myself that I didn't have entrepreneurial tendencies while growing up. Um, I assumed that since I wasn't, you know, starting lemonade stands and doing all of those things, I wasn't entrepreneurial. Man, I have been in the blogging space. I was selling MySpace layouts. I was researching. I have been obsessed with this stuff since I was like 12. So yeah, obviously I had entrepreneurial tendencies. But anyway, I've wanted it to be a thing for so long. And now that it is, I don't know how to embody it. And this is going to be a journey that I'm really going to have to focus on going into 2024. But I am reaching a point where I'm getting in the flow with my clients. I'm getting in the flow with my students. I'm getting in the flow with showing up. Um, And I'm even knock on wood, getting in the flow of figuring out how to be a mom and a business owner. Um, I'm kind of getting into that flow and I'm realizing that I am creating situations where I'm not in flow because being in flow scares me. I spent so long. I remember I, I would cry myself to sleep night after night after night, begging God to give me new problems. I was like, God, I can't. I was like, I'm so tired of these same problems. I've had these same problems for so long and I'm so ready for new ones. God, I just, I need new ones, please. Like I was over it because I had been in that situation for a very long time. And now I'm in this place where, holy crap, I do have new problems. These are brand new problems. And these are not problems that I'm used to facing. My other problems, you guys, it's not like those problems were just like around for a year or two. They were around one generationally, but they were around for, you know, 10 plus years. 
and they'd been around uh, since the minute I became a mom, right? And it was, I was so tired of these problems and I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that this life sucks so bad. I'm so grateful for the problems that I have, okay? I don't ever want to come off ungrateful. I remember when I was still in that place of learning, you know, how to start this whole business thing, I would listen to people talk about how hard it was to be, you know, in this place of actually having a business. And I don't want to minimize it because this crap is hard. But I also want to come at it with gratitude because I I want to... I want to never forget what a privilege it is to be in this position. Um, I never want to forget how grateful that I am to have gotten here. So I'm not like whining, oh my God, my life is so hard and it sucks. I chose this life and I'm grateful for it. Um, But now that I'm here, I just don't know how to handle it. And I'm, I'm at a point now where I'm not behind on client work. I am not behind in some other aspects of my business. And so what I do is that when I'm actually on top of things, I don't know how to function without the stress of being behind. I don't know how to function without the stress of, oh my gosh, there's just so much to do. I can't possibly just, you know, appreciate the fact that I got my work done on time. I can't just appreciate the fact that, you know, maybe I can go to bed early. Instead, you know, what I do is I take the things that I am on time with and I procrastinate them. I push them until the last minute. You know, I I create these situations where I have to, not have to be stressed as a choice, but like where I create situations where I'm going to be stressed out because that's comfortable to me because even though I have new problems now the old problems that was that feeling of stress that feeling of stress that I'd been carrying you know my whole life and I can see it so clearly and I feel like now that I have this awareness and I've had this awareness for quite a while and I feel like it's this constant battle between Carly, knock it off. You know what to do. You don't need to create this chaos. And it's like my body's visceral need to have the chaos because it doesn't know how to thrive without it. And I know that I'm not the only one who deals with this because to be honest, I see this a lot. I see this a lot in my clients where they will create situations um, to create chaos because that's where they thrive. I feel like this is a people problem. It's not just a me problem. Um, I don't think it's everybody, obviously, but I think um, I I really do believe it's the majority of people creating chaos for themselves in some way, shape or form. But now that I am aware, I want to start one, just being present, something that I used to do all the time. That helped me, but I got out of practice probably because it helped me because again, I'm creating these situations. I'm creating these problems, right? Because that's where I thrive. Um, I would start every single morning with one, spending time with God. I would turn on my worship music and I would get in my prayer journal 
and I'd process through some things. And I like journaling specifically. Verbal prayer is very powerful, but I like having it in my journal so I can go back and highlight when God answers a prayer. So I would start that way every single morning. It didn't need to be for an hour, even if it was only 10 minutes. It was such a great time to spend with God. And then I do a five minute devotional. And then I do what I call vision casting. So this is where I would write a date at the top of the journal page, a date in the future. And I would write as if it was that date. And then all of those things that I had accomplished in the time. So all of the things that I wanted to do. So for example, if my goal was to get 10 people in my membership um, in maybe, you know, a two week time frame. I would write down, oh my gosh, you know, my goal was to get 10, but I actually got 13 people inside of my membership. Um, and I would write about how it felt and I would really put myself in that place of like, how would this actually look if this were to happen this way? Um, and it really, it helped me to always be centered in my why and, and what I'm working for and what it is that I'm wanting. And it gave me this goal and I stopped doing that. And I would end every day by processing through my day. I would journal a bit, something I learned from my business coach. We did with, uh, we did the, what was called a daily debrief where we would just kind of go through our thoughts for the day and what we got done, what we didn't get done, what worked and what didn't work. You know, what are we doing? I would do these things day in and day out and day in and day out. And it helped so much. But then what happens is that when I get overwhelmed, those things are the first things to go. I don't spend time with God, which is a massive mistake. Uh, I don't spend time in my why. I don't spend time wrapping up my day. I carry my problems to the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. Um, and I create situations again where I'm not taking care of myself because it's so much easier to be in a chaotic state inside of my brain than to feel calm and ready to take on the day. And I'm not saying either that I'm at this place where like I never have anything left on my to-do list. I'm a single mom, okay? There's always things on my to-do list. Um, whether it's business related or it's house related, <laughs> there's always something to do. There's always more laundry to do. Although this pile of laundry though, I think it's absorbing sound very well. So uh, maybe that'll be my excuse to, <laughs> to not feel guilty about the pile of laundry. But anyway, I think one, being present um, and using those things to help me get and stay present will help again. Um, something else that I am also doing is, is bringing back my sticker chart. I've gotten off of that over the last month and my sticker chart is literally what it sounds like. It is a list of tasks that I want to do every day. And then when I do them, I give myself a sticker. Like that's literally what it is. And then at the end, when I have all of the stickers, I'm going to reward myself. Um, I don't know what that reward's going to be, but it's there. Like, I have to bribe myself like I'm a freaking child <laughs> in order to do this, which is fine, right? I'm creating that dopamine, okay? Because I, I also have the ADHD brain uh, that I'm fighting against too sometimes. <laughs> so. And using these tools to get and stay present, I think, is a really great first step because I want to start catching myself when I'm doing it. You know, catching myself when I'm putting off a project that I know won't take me very long, when I'm putting off sending an email, when I'm putting off creating the content, when I'm putting off creating, you know, a presentation. I mean, heck, as a, at the time of this recording, okay, I'm literally recording this the day it's going out. All right. So yeah, so talking about sabotage and chaos. Um, but uh, tomorrow 
again, at the time of this recording, is the Level Up event. I haven't even made the slides for it yet. And honestly, I haven't even promoted it the way that I wanted to. Um, just, you know, life happened and I wasn't well enough organized and, and, uh, I wasn't prepared like I should have been again, creating all of these bits and pieces of chaos. And so now I have to like rush and get all of this stuff done because my son's got a hockey game in the morning. So I'm not going to have time to do them the day of like I normally do. And so I've got to actually get them done today because I want the slides to be really good because it's going to be all gamer themed. It's a, it's a whole thing, uh, which by the way, if you're listening to this in real time, you should come to Level Up. It's going to be great. You can get all the details on what this free event's going to be. I'll put the link down in the uh, in the show notes. That contentnerd.com slash level up. The replay will be up for a couple of days too. So um, I believe until Monday or Tuesday. I'll have to double check. But anyway, you can get all of those details. But focusing, Carly Lynn. I, my goal with my sticker chart is to work on doing these daily things to take care of myself again. And my sticker chart involves things personally, like I want to do a 15-minute pickup of the house before bed, but then it also includes things like promote the podcast to, to, to remind me to actually talk about the podcast. So every day I'll go into my Instagram stories or I will post a TikTok or I'll post a reel talking about the podcast and telling people that they should listen. Um, and so it's a range of things and it's a lot of things, but um, it's also like every single little thing because I want to give myself lots of stickers because it feels really good. Um, but anyway, I think I have been so afraid of embracing the title of business owner and creating all of this chaos because it's so new and it's brand new and it's going to bring even more new problems. And I'm realizing that if I can make it through what I've made it through in the last 30 years, then I can make it through being a business owner. That I can make it through the scary times and the things that it's going to bring. And that I'm going to survive. And it's going to be okay. Because if I can make it through, like I said, the last 30 years, there's nothing that I can't do. There's nothing that I can't figure out and remembering that keeping focused on that I think is going to help me battle this fear the fear that creates the chaos the fear that creates the sabotage the fear that pushes me to procrastinate the fear that pushes me to be in this place of panic um because I've done it I, I've, I've done it, you guys, and I'm not saying this as a humble brag, okay? I'm sharing this with you because I remember, I think it was seven years ago on Thanksgiving when my ex and I were still together, they repoed our car. We were, and that whole thing still makes me mad because we were behind, um, paying for, for not even one month and, uh, they said they were going to work with us and to get, they were going to give us a call back, um, after the holiday weekend. And instead they repoed the car. Anyway, it was a whole thing. They repoed our car and we lived in this terrible apartment that charged way too much. And we were surviving off of food banks and we got, um, evicted out of our apartment and, 
when I became a single mom, I didn't know what I was going to do. I immediately went and was going to go get three jobs and then I couldn't handle the three jobs. So I only had two and then that wasn't working either. So I had one job and then I was doing that where I was working 10 hour shifts and like I, and it was never enough. And so I, I, I'm sharing this with you guys because I want you to understand what's possible. And I have worked so hard for so long, not giving up, having this inkling of maybe something will happen to something that did. You guys, I used to work 40 plus hours a week as a baker and I loved it. Honestly, I, I hated the owner, <laughs> not hate. That's a strong word. I strongly disliked her, um, but I loved the bakery and on it, if the environment was better, I wouldn't have minded sitting on my feet all day because I love food and I love baking and things. But I was working 40 plus hours a week, okay? And I was not even making close to what one of my clients pays me. One of my social media management clients pays me for one month. I make more with this one client, one of my many clients that I have. I got like four right now. Um, she pays me more than I used to make in one month as a baker. That's the potential of what's, of what you can have. This is not a humble brag. Okay. Maybe, you know what? And even if it was, I could brag a little bit. I've worked very hard to get to where I'm at. And I think that's okay. I think we women should start bragging a little bit, but I'm saying this because if I'm able to do this, even while sabotaging myself, imagine what's possible if I didn't. Imagine what would be possible if I just showed up. Imagine what would be possible if I let go of the fear and the chaos and I just went for it. Imagine what would be possible if you did that. Imagine what would be possible if you let yourself go after the life that you want. Imagine what you could do if you stopped cutting yourself off at the knees. Just imagine. And I know that's so much easier said than done. And this whole episode kind of turned into a rant. But honestly, I think it was good for me to kind of process this out loud. And I hope that it helped you too. Because I know, like I said, I know that I'm not alone in this. And I know that there are so many people out there struggling with the same thing. Because I see it in my students. I see it in my clients. I see it in my DMs um, and having a trauma informed background, you know, where I would work with these women. I saw it there too. This is, this is not like a, just a, a handful of people. I think this is the majority. And so if you are part of that majority where you feel like there are parts of your life that you are creating chaos and sabotage around, then it, this is your sign that you can no longer put it off because now you are aware and it's time to time to give it the respect it deserves. Give yourself some grace and start undoing that one thing at a time. Just start undoing it and it's going to end up being like a Jenga tower where it's going to feel like it's moving so slowly and no matter what pieces you pull, the tower ain't falling. But it only takes one pull to cause the whole tower to come down. And that's where I truly believe that's where abundance lies. I truly believe that that's where God wants us. Um, and I think that it's so much closer than we think it is. 
but we have to get out of our own way first. So I hope this was helpful for you. I hope this spoke to you. I hope the sound quality is better. Um, being all snuggled up in my bed. Um, and if it is, I'm going to start doing my pods from my bed because this is, this is a fantastic. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for listening to this, you guys. And thank you for listening to me ramble. Like I said, I hope it was helpful. And if it was, please let me know. Please reach out to me on Instagram at that content nerd. You can, um, uh, take a screenshot or even better, uh, just take a picture of wherever it is that you are listening to this. If you're not, unless you're driving, don't take a picture while you're driving. Don't die. Um, but, uh, and then just share it to your stories. So that way I can reshare it. And I like to see you guys listening to the podcast. It's crazy. Um, and I love it when you do that. So if you could do that. That'd be awesome. Um, but if not, just send me a DM and just let me know if you've got any takeaways from this and let me know what you're going to start doing to be more present and start unsabotaging yourself. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one. And that wraps up this electrifying episode of the That Content Nerd podcast. Thank you, my fellow nerds, for joining me on this epic journey through the realms of social media and content marketing. I hope you've gained valuable insights, inspiration, and a touch of charm to supercharge your marketing game. But hey, the adventure doesn't end here. Join us inside of the Marketing Nerds Facebook group. This is where I give trainings, have surprise guests, and so much more. Join our content-loving community and keep those cosmic conversations going. Check out the link in the show notes to dive in. This podcast was produced by Content Nerd Media, a powerhouse company that specializes in YouTube channel management, video editing, podcast production, and social media management. They are the creative geniuses behind the scenes, helping small businesses like yours amplify their online presence and reach new heights. I'll see you next time, nerds. May the content be with you.